Death do us part. Hello and welcome to Death Do Us Part. I'm Laura. And I'm Jeremy. Uh, and it has been a while. It has been a while. What you been up to? Uh, well, I had my birthday and then my body said, you're old as shit. And just immediately shut down and I was the sickest I have been in... I can't even tell you years, literal years. I can't remember the last time I was that sick. Bad cold, but not COVID, which is good. Yes, not COVID. Terrible cold. I lost my voice so badly. It was, it was actually like on my birthday too that I was um, really the worst sick. And I just woke up in the morning and I did this weird hat cough thing and like, my husband sprang from bed because he thought something was so wrong with me because of the sound that came out of me when I coughed. <laughs> it's a real deep um, cough, right? It's like hollow. Well, it was like, it kind of sounded like someone was sawing something. Like it was oh, deep, but also like, I can't explain it. I could n- probably never make the sound again if I tried. Like it sounded like I was doing like a death rattle in my throat voice. It was disgusting um so then i i was that i was sick um for a while and had no voice i drank 32 cups of tea a day and then when i finally was like i'm feeling better um my son fell and split his face open and had to get stitches yeah you had to go to the hospital um the day we were going to record yeah <laughs> and I, I was like had to go to the emergency yeah, we're not recording. room and how many yeah, stitches no. did he get on his lip seven seven stitches so he like split his lip open and i just looked at it and i was like uh cuts on your face should not be that wide and then when we were at the hospital he's well so part of it was we were driving to the emergency room and i just started telling him about every single experience of anyone i had ever known who's ever been to that emergency room So, like, I told him he was born there. I told him about he'd been there before when he was a baby because he had, like, a weird cough. And then he wanted me to go in detail about his weird cough, and I didn't remember that much except for it, like, was weird and loud and he had, like, croup. Mm -hmm. Anyways, and then I told him about how his dad went there because he had a weird bug bite. And then I told him about how his Aunt Kelly – I just listed literally, like, anyone I could think of who'd been there. So we got there, and it was literally like he'd been there before and remembered it. He was like, yeah, everybody comes here. That's a good idea. So he was like super chill, just watching Netflix on my phone. But every time he would laugh, he would like laugh and his lip would like open more. And I was like, bitch, shouldn't be doing that. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, uh, it was, yeah. Well, in between you and some of your family getting sick and your son getting seven stitches, I got snipped. And so that's another reason we haven't recorded. Yes, it's been a lot. You don't have any stitches, though, so... Nope. No, I was lucky that I didn't need any stitches. Um, so, actually, you and your your snippage um, was the, I think, <laughs> influence? The muse of this, this episode? Yep. Yep. I might title this episode Vasectomy. I'm not sure yet. I 
just think you should title it Snip Snap Snip Snap. Snip Snap Snip Snap. That's good. I like that. All juice, no seeds. Ooh, that's even better, right? Just all juice. I really no wanted seeds. to have a party, and then we'd have like all juice, no seeds, lemon bars, and then we'd have just plain M and M's because you can't have the ones with nuts. <laughs> um, and then obviously we couldn't have almond joys, so we'd have to have mounds. I, I will say I regret not having told you ahead of time. That that I was having it done, but I was so nervous about it that I was like, I don't want a fucking party. No way. But afterwards, uh, well, it would have been already, really nice to have like a little party. I already knew. Um, well, I, you yeah. had to watch your kids. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I was too busy getting over dying, so I was not there making. Well, months ago, cars. you were like, you and Nick should do it at the same time so we can have an awesome party. And I was like, fuck that. I don't want to celebrate that. Yeah, but wouldn't it have been great if you guys could have sat there together with Bags of peas on your nuts and like watching Netflix. Bags and of peas out. on our pee pee. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that I would consider that uh, a great time. That's deep, deep male bonding experience. That would have been a new level of intimacy. But now I can give him a great recommendation because it really wasn't that bad at all. No. Uh, honestly, I birthed two. Over nine pound children, Monster both babies. of whom had giant ass heads. So he can smell burnt skin for 10 seconds or whatever. Yeah, that's the weirdest part is when you see the smoke <laughs> coming up. And he also it had took... 13 stitches. And so he's not going to get any stitches. So, like, literally, Oof. I don't even want to hear it. You could get one, depends on the incision. Wow. Yeah. You know. Yeah, all in all, not bad. What I told Nick was um, when I had my crown put on my tooth, I did not have a root canal. So it was a live nerve, but they ground it all down close to the root. And when they, they put the final crown on, they have to blow cold air on it. And it's just this intense pain for like 10 seconds, which isn't very long. But I was like, that was way worse than getting to take my Ativan and going and talking about Netflix for an hour. <laughs> With uh, the the doctor and the nurse, <laughs> that's basically it. And it was, uh, I mean, there was moments where it was uncomfortable. The worst is when they put the anesthetic in the um, the pain numbing yeah, stuff because yeah. it burns. And the first time she's like, it might burn a little bit. I was like, oh, that was fine. And then the second time on the other side, she's like, yeah, it might burn again. I was like, well, it should already be. Uh oh. <laughs> then it burned quite a bit, but then it was gone. As soon as it came, it was gone. So it was like super easy. And so this is our PSA for all those men out there who are like, yo, honey, you should just get your tubes tied, which is way more invasive, a harder recovery. It's uh, yeah, way it's more way risk. More expensive. I think there's no record of anyone, any man ever having died from a vasectomy. But there is like, you know, it, it's still small, but there is still a chance that a woman can die from getting her tubes tied. So like, why yeah. take that risk? Nope. Also, she already, like, if you had kids, she already had to do that part. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, some people love it, but I hated it, so. Some people love giving times. birth? No, some people love, like, being pregnant and, like, the whole, some people love the whole experience. They like giving birth. They feel powerful. I felt sweaty and fat, and I hated it, so. Well, and you had, like, back cramps. Oh, yeah. Back labor. Well, that was, yeah. And, um. Really bad heartburn, so. A heartburn. Um, 
What was I going to say? Oh. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Um, anyways, you're the inspiration for this, because while I don't have any um, vasectomy-related complaints, I do have a wonderful list. Uh, I found it on The Sun, which... Mm -hmm. Uh, there's a lot of murders on the sun yes. <laughs> like there's a lot the of murder name coverage of this one really just like stood out to me and it was called free willy the oh, women who fantastic. chopped off their man's penis <laughs> well i have a list of contraceptive related murders uh using alternatives and making a statement with them Ooh. So, i literally just have multiple stories of penis chopping so i hope you're well i'm just glad we're doing pain. this um a week later than planned than when I would have been sitting here in pain. I was actually kind of excited to walk you through the whole process of my vasectomy and talk about the pain, but now it's pretty much normal. So it's done and passed, but I'm glad, I'm glad we're talking about it now instead of then. Cause I would, you know, like when you get like the, the goosebumps Phantom when someone talks pain. about it, something yeah. that's like, you know, relevant to you, I'm pretty sure that would have been it. Like, oh, all right, all right, talk, talk <laughs> to me about it's still that way, so let me know. Oh, before um, we talk about chopped off wings, we, <laughs> we of course have to thank our patrons Sarah Air at Sarah Smile 83, Jimmy Fuquay at the Jimmy Fuquay on Instagram. You can email us you, your chopped off wing stories at death to his part podcast. Pod, I hope you don't have any chopped off wing stories. Uh, <laughs> death to his part podcast.com. Find us at DDupcast. On Instagram and our social meets, uh, and email us at ddup.podcast at gmail.com. Um, actually, I do have to tell you that I don't know how this came up because I don't feel like it should come up. Oh, I do know how it came up. So the other night when I was just chilling, laying in bed, um, Nick went downstairs and he just fucking ate shit down the stairs. Um, and like I heard him rolling down the stairs and then I just heard him groan. So, like, obviously, I texted him and was like, are you good? Um, and he was telling my parents, like, it would be weird if he wasn't good and, like, something really happened to him because people might think that it was me because I definitely, in one of our podcasts, talked about um, tripping him down the stairs. Oh, yeah, because well, um, he's done it before. I was like, <laughs> yeah, like, multiple times. Um, and I was like, uh, yeah, but here's the thing. I think that anyone who listens to our podcast podcast knows that if i killed you i would definitely bury you in one of the walls and fill it with cat litter because that's the <laughs> ideal way and buying cat litter would not be out of the norm for me um and then my mom was like not weirded out at all and was just like aren't you guys out of ideas for topics and i was like stuff happens every day mom nick is annoying every day and i was like but actually we're not talking about how annoying nick is this week because we're going to talk about jeremy's vasectomy and like stories of women who chopped off their husband's penises Wait, this is like, all to oh. your mother she literally the words out of her mouth were next like oh lorena bobbitt and i was like why do you know that well you is are her daughter genetic? um and then i was like actually though did you know she she said something about her being in jail, and I like told her twenty facts about the fact that she's not in jail at all. Um. So, anyways, but she's on my list, so I don't want to get too into it. But I just thought it was like weird that my mom like just readily could pull out a name of a woman who chopped off famously cut off her husband's penis. Um. So since I brought her up, actually, I'm gonna start with her. She. This is probably the most well known one because 
if Lisa knew it, I feel like everyone knows it. Um, and I, I think it was pretty sensationalized in the news when it happened. Um, she made headlines around the world. Uh, she cut off her husband's penis in 1993, and then she drove away with it in her car. Okay. Um, they'd been married for four years, but Lorena claimed that her husband, whose name was John Wayne Bobbitt, um, emotionally, sexually, and physically abused her throughout their four years of marriage. Um, she claimed that he cheated on her, he forced her to have an abortion, and he stole from her. Mm-hmm. So um, she she hacked off his penis with a kitchen knife and then drove away, drove away in her car, throwing it into a field. Um, his penis, however, though, was reattached after they had a police search for it. Um, and then there was a nine and a half hour operation that um, it took to put it back on. Um, she wasn't found guilty due to insanity. She underwent a 45-day evaluation at a hospital and was then released. And then John Wayne, Bobbitt, um, actually went on to star in a series of porn films after going under the knife again to have a penis enlargement to his re- um, put back on penis. <laughs> like how, do you, how do you even find the terminology for that? Uh, and they have like a, I mean, once it's been cut once, I mean, why not go go for broke, right? Well, so they have like a they have like a picture of like the front of one of the videos, clearly a VHS because it was 1993, mm-hmm. and it was like Paradise Visuals. It's the most ninety looking nineties looking thing you've ever seen. Um, it's Paradise Visuals presents. John Wayne Bobbitt, uncut, first time, <laughs> includes the rarely seen sequel, Frankenpenis. Oh my gosh. Uncut. Ever since this whole thing happened, all everyone wants to see is my penis, dot, dot, dot. Now you can, John Wayne Bobbitt. But at the heart of this it's... story, he was abusive to her. Yes. He and, and, and I get like why she didn't go to jail. I mean, even even if he didn't do an insanity plea, I mean, he abused her, and yes. it, it, she was defending herself. Sure, yeah. I mean, but why isn't he in jail? I mean, it's alleged they couldn't find like proof oh, or anything. It I was see. like basically like her word against his saying Got that. It. Um. So then the next one is um, Diane Machado who sliced off her husband's penis. Um, She murdered him. He actually didn't make it. Uh, She also cut off his manhood with a kitchen knife following an argument. Um, It was revenge for she thought he was cheating on her. Um, And then she uh, fried his penis in soybean oil afterwards. I think probably he couldn't. Yeah, so he couldn't put it back on. No, no, that's unless you want to be a sideshow attraction in the fair. Fried penis, get your fried penis here. Do porn? Yeah. Oh. So Um, she was that. I'm going to guess that was after Lorena Bobbitt, and she was like, "Wait a second, they put it back on." Yeah, this one was (laughs) actually not for you. Pretty recent. It was in. June of 2021. So, oh wow, 
Yeah, that was the most recent of the list I have. I she think used soybean oil? In 1993. She didn't even um, use peanut 20... oil? <laughs> well, in Brazil, maybe. Yes, I get it. Um, so 2019, Victoria Frobit, um, a 56-year-old from North Carolina, tied up her husband, James, 61, um, before cutting off her husband's penis with rose pruning shears. Um, and then she immediately afterwards called emergency services. Um, she told the cops that she had someone who's in need of spiritual assistance um, and then adding that they might be in some physical pain, which like might be. Mm. <laughs> oh man. Uh, she told the police that she cut off her husband's favorite part of himself uh, but was disappointed that there wasn't enough blood to make the sign of the cross or write sinner or anything like that. So she cut it off and used it like a pencil? I'm sorry, like a pen? And the blood was the ink? I guess, yeah. And she thought more blood should come out of it. That's what she was disappointed um, about. Yeah. So she said that she cut it off because he was sinning against God. Um, and then, um, yeah. They were able to put it on ice and they took James to a nearby medical center for surgery to reattach it. And she was charged with kidnapping and malicious castration. Kidnapping her husband? Yeah. Got it. Malicious castration. <laughs> um, so the next one, uh, Brenda Berrettini, this was in 2017. She also used garden shears. Um, to cut off the penis of her, they say lover, so maybe okay. boyfriend, maybe not really. Um, his name is Sergio. Um, they, her and him were started having sex and then she told him that she was going to give him a surprise. So she covered his eyes with a velvet mask and told him to guess what she touched him with. Um, then she started to uh, perform oral sex on him before she cut off 90% of his penis and one testicle. Holy mackerel. So he managed to get away and call the paramedics, um, although he said he felt like he was going to die. Um, she was jailed for 13 years for the attack. Uh, in the trial, she said that he treated her like a trophy and he shared explicit videos of her with his friends. Um, and so she was basically trying to get revenge for the fact that he'd shared those photos with people. I understand why she was upset, but just sue the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Make that paper. Um, don't, don't take that penis. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm squirming in my seat. Keep going. Are you? No, not really. Um, okay, so this one was... Popped off twice and then eaten by a dog. Oh, jeez. Now I'm squirming in my seat. <laughs> Della's wife, Fang Lung, sliced off her cheating husband's manhood twice. Um, she was mad because she discovered sexually explicit messages that her husband um, sent to a lover of his using his wife's phone, which... What? I yeah. mean, the stupidest of stupid... So she grabbed a pair of scissors, stormed into their bedroom, and cut off his penis while he was sleeping. He was rushed to the hospital where dogs were able to save the appendage and sew it back on. 
Um, but Fang, his wife, probably ex-wife to be, managed to sneak into the recovery room where she chopped his penis off a second time and threw it out the window. <laughs> no. Um, a shock. Her husband was so shocked that he managed to chase his wife outside despite losing a lot of blood. Um, the staff rushed to see what was happening and found the patient with blood streaming down his legs, hitting her, his wife. Right. Um, he was stopped and the woman was taken away. And then we discovered that she chopped off his penis again. Um, but despite desperate, desperate search efforts, um, his penis was never found. And the police believed that it was eaten by a stray dog. Wow. That's bad. And luck. his mistress, who he was cheating on his wife with, um, stayed with him and said she would stick by his side, even though he could not have any more children. She said, it doesn't matter that he lost his fertility. He already has five kids. You can have kids without a penis, as long as you have balls. Ball they can they can extract it. Anyway, I'm just saying. Um, it yeah, doesn't sound so, pleasant either, but. Um, and then this last one. Uh, a man was left writhing in agony after his wife hacked off his penis and then cooked it in a pan of noodles. Um, a highly disturbing image of a man lying on a bed covered in blood was shared on social media in 2019, along with a picture of noodles that had chunks of pink flesh. Oh. Um, they were posted on the website Prolific Skins, who said an aggrieved wife has taken the adage, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned to another level. She posted this on some weird website? Yeah. That's, I wonder what that, I don't really want to search that, <clears throat> but I wonder what that website is supposed to be because it doesn't sound good. Prolific skins? Yeah, no idea. Um, so anyways, that's probably my least favorite one is all, the woman doing it twice though, that's like perseverance right there. Crazy. Don't do it. But like, she was like, uh-uh, I cut this off. There's, You shouldn't be sewing it back on. And then she went and She was on a mission. Again. Yeah. She was like, no, literally fuck this guy. So um, anyways, uh, how are you feeling? Just fine. Just fine. So honestly, it doesn't even make Lorena Bobbitt. She's like the chillest of them, really. I know, she just right? cut it off. She oh, just she set the drove trend. away with it in her car and then threw it in a field. I forgot about that, but still. Wasn't she worried it was going to get buried in the dirt and sprout a dick tree? <laughs> Is that just what kids are? <laughs> How are babies made? Well, if you ask Lorena Bobbitt. Yeah. Ugh. Well, um, mine, mine aren't much better, better than do that. Do you want me to tell you what I've learned from this, though? I do. Uh, clearly that you have to either fry it, cook it in noodles, or feed it to an animal, because otherwise they can apparently just reattach them, no problem. Yeah, like, since when has no it been idea. so easy to reattach something? Like, I had no idea. Right? I thought if you lost a finger, you lost a finger. Now I'm wondering why people aren't getting their fingers reattached more often. Unless... Unless a penis is that less complicated. There's no joints. There's no bones. Yeah, maybe. It's just saggy. 
I'm wondering. <laughs> well, I wonder if, you, got, if there's like a loss of nerve endings too. So if it's, I wonder if it's just. Know. That's what I thought. Maybe aesthetics. it wouldn't work anymore. But then the one guy did porn. But then I was like, True. yeah, but that doesn't mean that he could like feel it or anything. And he went and got another like enlargement surgery. So like. Right. At that point, it was just bionic, so I don't know. <laughs> the bionic man. Ick. All right, your turn. I don't know if this is going to be any better than that. All right. So first, I have a question. What do you do if you want to have sex, but you just don't have any form of contraception? You go buy some. No, no. I'll tell you what this 25-year-old man in India who was oh, on vacation with his you fiance did. saran wrap over it. <laughs> No, no. You don't. Although that could work, I don't know. Well, this uh, this man and his fiance they were on vacation in a hotel. They were using drugs at the time, of course. Uh, because of the drugs, they decided to use super glue as their form of contraception. I don't understand how that works. I mean, if you super glue the exit shut, nothing can come out. Oh no. Oh no! So they okay, super glued his junk. Did they let it junk. dry good enough? I certainly. Well, uh, they they must have because th- the story did not end with they were stuck together by super okay. glue, which sounds like a, a comedy movie or a nightmare. That sounds like a nightmare. But no, he he super glued his junk so nothing could escape when they had sex. He used epoxy to seal his penis closed. Oh, no. Now. This may be as permanent as my procedure, but poor Salman Mirza was later found lying outside and they took him to the hospital, where he ended up dying. It was a combination of his drug use, which involved whitener and epoxy adhesive, so they were sniffing this epoxy, and then they had the brilliant idea that they should put it on his genitals. Uh, But the, the adhesive damaged his organs, and he died of multiple organ failure. Oh my goodness. So let's just recap. Lovely couple, romantic getaway, getting high, sniffing glue and white out, and things were getting pretty hot. So they forgot the condoms, and they were like, you know what? Let's use this super toxic glue. And then he died. That's... I didn't know, though, that if you just put that on the outside of you, that it could kill you. So I feel like that's a good fact. I think it was a combination but like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. when I use super glue, I always wear gloves and you're supposed to work in a ventilated area and that stuff, it, it burns your eyes just being in the like same room with his it. wife's lucky that he was going to put it literally in her. So yeah, he may have, some, I don't know. I didn't say Yeah, she somehow lucked out. It dries real fast though. And they, they must've had the foresight to think, well, it has to dry in order for it to prevent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they were waiting for it to dry before. Yeah. That makes sense. So that was tragic. But from my murder, my other murder, I found an article from 2017. Um, Doug, he's a chef in Detroit. He was soliciting sex from an underaged girl. So this is already a terrible start for him. The girl he was with was uh, not identified because of her age. But uh, he contacted her on Backpage to have sex. So he may have not even known she was underage. Um, She ended up giving him oral sex and they were going to have sex. But Doug didn't want to use a condom. There's our contraceptive tie-in. She had a strict business rule that everything has to be done with a condom on. Although she performed oral sex without it. But, you know. Um, So he asked for his money back and started to argue with her about it. 
Well, what happened next is not what I would expect from a prostitute. Uh, her boyfriend came out from the bedroom. <laughs> He's just chilling back there while she's doing other dudes in the front room. I guess that way she has protection at least. Like he was like a bodyguard sort of thing. Well, and because uh, this guy was arguing with his girlfriend about uh, condoms and payment, he came out and shot Doug with a rifle. Oh, wow. Doug, who was a former Marine, was shot multiple times and died. Um, so Trayvon uh, Baskerville was the boyfriend. Um, I guess he just decided that was enough is enough. I'm just going to shoot the guy. Wow. Natural next step was to dump the body in a trash can. The girl ended up testifying and um, that she helped Trayvon because she was scared. Um, they dumped the body in the trash can and took it and hid it in an abandoned house somewhere near theirs. And no one found it until the girl actually told the police where it was because it was just a, an abandoned house. No one would have thought to even look in there. Right. Her boyfriend, uh, her defender, told her, before I let anything happen to you, I will take everything. You hear me? I take all the charges. I will do life before I let you anywhere near that motherfucking place. Do you hear me? That's what he told her. Which sounds real sweet. Um, I mean, does it though? Yeah, well, later um, she admitted to lying during the first police interview. When she came clean a month later, a month later, that's when they found the body. Um, mm -hmm. And Trayvon was charged for homicide as well as human trafficking, which was a surprise charge they tacked on because uh, she was a prostitute. When they, uh, when they met, she was only 16 when she became That's a prostitute. That's what I was going to say. They were underaged and he was like her, or she was underage and he was her boyfriend who was basically pimping her out. So it's not that sweet. Yep. She was 16. He was 25. And uh, yeah. they needed some money. So he started taking photos of her in her underwear and putting them on, online and sold her for sex. So he was yeah. trafficking her. Um, and like you said, he was basically acting as her pimp, but, you know, quote unquote, her boyfriend. And right. she just had to have come from a, a terrible place for her to be in a position for someone to take advantage of her that way. Um, so, yeah, we had two utterly rotten men. One was soliciting underage women for sex. The other was human trafficking her. And, um, yeah, crazy life for this, this poor girl. Yeah. Nice. But wait, that's not all. My last murder uh, is about the UK's most notorious pedophile. His name is Richard Huckle. If there was ever that's a name. Worst. I was going to say, that's the worst sentence I've ever heard. Just all of it. That whole sentence was so terrible. Well, he, he was caught in 2014 in Australia when uh, he was investigated for a pedophilia site called The Love Zone. It had 9,000 members. It was shut down. And that's how they found him. He was a good Christian, as most of these molesting assholes are. Uh, a member of the Baptist Church. I actually found a manual that Richard wrote instructing people how to abuse children. Oh, no. He targeted Malaysian children, as they were easier targets. Um, he even wrote that if he were to try something like this in the U.S., then he would be caught really quickly. It's believed he abused 200 Malaysian girls and boys, as old as 12 and as young as 6 months. He was traveling back to Australia to see family, and that's when they ended up catching him. So this man is the most vile, 
and he ended up being convicted of 71 sex abuse charges in 2016, which is a couple years after they caught him, and sentenced to 22 life sentences. Good. But that's not enough. The other inmates, however, thought that 22 life terms was too good for Richard. So one of them choked him with condoms and pens and finished him off by strangling him with a guitar string and stabbing him to death. He was found dead in this manner on October of 2019, just a few years into his prison sentence. Jeez. The 20-year-old inmate who killed him was arrested, even though he was already in jail. Um, But can anyone really blame him? I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 200 children. I have heard before. I know. That's so terrible. So yes, that's my variety, my cornucopia of contraceptive murders and deaths, um, which just makes my groin twinge in pain. I, I'm probably glad that we waited because I feel like if we hadn't, you would be not feeling well right now. Well, the day of, I would have been great. That I mean, that Ativan, it's it's Where real shit. That? It's real shit. I understand like why people could develop a problem with those. I can't develop a problem with any of those because um, they all make me sick. So it's fine. Oh, really? It's fine. Yeah, I thought about that because yeah. I'd never taken one. And and uh, it's so funny. They gave it to you in a plastic bag labeled Ativan. Take one hour before procedure. It just, it's, it's like a homemade label on a plastic Ziploc bag. And I was like, this is weird. Oh, no. This is they strange. Even, they couldn't even get you little like... Um, like dime-sized bags or anything. It was just like a regular <laughs> no. old. That no, was like a snack bag. Block? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Sandwich bag size. That, yeah, like at home in a kitchen. It's just some Midwestern mom dividing up out of van. And the doctor was like, well, and so, so she's like, I advise everyone take it. Some men, they know themselves and they're like, no, nah, I'll be fine. And they are fine. And I was like, fuck that. I'm taking it. <laughs> like, I'm not. I'm not fine. It's, I came home and told told Kelly what she had said. She's like, uh, yeah, you're taking it. <laughs> Cause oh, I have Kelly enough, I have like, enough anxiety not. anyway. I was going to say, Kelly was like, I'm not dealing with that. So exactly. After I took it, I was like, wait, I've never had this before. What if it gives me like a volatile reaction? I just start throwing up. I'm yeah. like, then I have to do this all over again. And then I will know ahead of time. I, that's not even an option to take that. Yep. But it was fine. I'm glad that it's fine and that you're feeling better. So. All right. So what you got for your murder? Oh, see, I had a list, so I actually didn't do a murder. I felt like that was a little too brutal and I didn't want to chop off my husband's penis. So I guess if if it still has value to you, keep it around. I I mean, Nah, but I did a listicle instead this week. Um, well, I do have one because I was the one on the cutting room floor. That's uh, true. Yeah, which is funny because like I, f- I figured we'd be, t- I think we planned ahead. We were going to be talking about this. So I was on the table thinking like, how could I turn this into a murder of myself? <laughs> That's probably the only thing I would do is I'd somehow weirdly sabotage it. And then he could be the first person who died of a vasectomy. Um Right. But anyways. Well, I looked, I mean, 
when I went to my consultation, they tell you all the sorts of things that can go wrong. And, and most of them are just like long-term pain. And it's all very, very rare, but it's possible. Um, mm-hmm. It's you know super risk-free. You can get a granuloma, uh, which is kind of like a hard, painful calcification. And they can go away. She said, I've only had to do a few surgeries to remove them, but it's just like general pain. It's not like, it's not going to end your life. It's just a little discomforting. Yeah. She said, some men, they just have pain and we don't know why, which was discomforting. She's like, yeah, I don't know. It's like, you know, less than 1%. It's just pain and, and we, we never understand why. I'm like, cool. Can't fix that. So I wonder if it's something like, you know how people who, when you have um, something amputated, you can have like phantom pain mm-hmm. or like your leg that's not there hurts. I wonder if it's like phantom balls. Well, and she said so, sometimes if they were reverse the vasectomy, it fixes it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, but that, that means it probably wasn't, yeah, maybe it was psychosomatic or something like that. Yeah. But that can cause real pain anyway. So my... My conclusion was any surgery runs the risk of infection. So planning for Kelly to kill me on the vasectomy table, um, when I was asleep and hopped up on Ativan after I got home, I was just I was just zoned out of it. Um, she could inject bacteria into my recently cut open scrotum. Oh, lovely. And I'd already be experiencing pain, and I would expect to experience it for like a couple weeks. And my follow-up right. isn't for two weeks after surgery. Um, so I'd likely just be like, well, you know, it's uncomfortable. Maybe that's not. So it would give an incubation period of two weeks while I'm expecting to have pain and discomfort. And then when I finally go in, uh, the plan It'd for be her. be like, what happened? <laughs> right? Would be, uh, it, it would likely turn into sepsis, which could lead to a slow and painful death. Also, what she could do, too, is, like, when you went to the doctor and then they got you a prescription, she could be like, I'll get your prescription, and then she just swaps out your prescription for more weird baggies of Ativan. So you're just, like, loopily don't know or care what's going on. Yep. Keep me uh, keep me drugged out. Yeah. So that was my just terribly-sounding hypothetical murder. This but, one was squirmy. Not like so much to me for some, maybe, I don't know the list I had, but like some of them are like really terrible and sad. Um, and this one more just kind of made me feel ever so slightly nauseous. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your junk in your trunk, sir, and you won't have to worry about it. Yeah, most of the stories were somebody who was uh, treating their woman poorly or cheating. Yeah, don't do that. And then if that does happen to you, I think that the best operation or thing that you should do is bounce hard, fast, and don't chop off their penis because you will go to jail. And if your penis happens to get chopped off, put it on ice because they yeah. because apparently the they can put thing it back is on. You can literally chop someone's penis off and they'll just sew it back on and it won't even matter. So. <sighs> 30-something years of life, so and I've always been so concerned about the well-being, <laughs> and it doesn't even matter. Like, I, I could just... It doesn't even matter. They'll just put it back on. It's kind of like how you prepped your whole childhood to deal with lava or quicksand, and like I haven't seen either of those. <laughs> exactly. Never dealt with quicksand. Always thought I was going to. That's funny. 
Um, yeah. And as always, um, while marriage is messy. Murder and vasectomies are messier. <laughs>